What do you do when you're supposed to show up for your business? Tell the people who you are, what you do, how you serve, and you just positively bomb it. It's hard to face the music and get to the other side, but I'm going to help today's listener do exactly that. Welcome to Business Mindset Mastery, my friends. We have all been here. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And today's listener question is so relatable to me on so many levels. What happens in that moment when you're supposed to show up for your business and talk about it and tell people what you do or how awesome you are or offer your elevator pitch and suddenly you just find yourself tripping on your tongue, not saying the right thing, not saying anything at all, or as today's listener did, just running away. It is so hard to show up again once you have to take that egg off your face. But I promise you, promise you, promise you, this is not where your story has to end. I can get you on the other side. So let's listen to the letter and I'll find you there. Heather. I just came back from a networking event, and I have never been so glad to be home in all my life. Heather, I was like a fish out of water. I was as socially awkward as anything you have ever seen. I could barely explain my business to anyone and regularly forgot to ask people about theirs. It was as if they were speaking a foreign language, and I was just learning English for the first time. I was too intimidated to reach out to the event host personally, ran back to my Airbnb anytime a talk ended ended and largely wasted the experience. Oh my gosh, you're so relatable to me. I thought it was going to be an awesome being around so many people doing what I do, but instead I felt like a college freshman in a room full of seniors about to graduate. Oh, I adore you. I was a hot mess from top to bottom. I am I am appalled at my behavior. It's not really like me not to be able to carry my own, and I really bombed here. I don't quite understand what happened, but ever since I've been avoiding my business, all of it, I haven't responded to emails, I haven't put out any social media posts, I'm writing to you, I'm writing this to you from the library where I just read a trashy romance novel from start to finish instead of doing the work I came here to do. What the actual F, Heather? What the actual, what happened to me? What now? Oh my goodness, my friend. I just want to give you a hug and say I've so been there. I feel like I know, and this is like, in therapy land, um, you know, because there's a former shrink here talking to you right now, there's this thing that therapists have to deal with called like projection where um, sometimes it's, um, you know, the client is projecting um, their thoughts and feelings onto the therapist, but then, you know, therapist too, like it's a two-way street, right? So sometimes we um, project our own experiences onto the clients. And this could be <laughs> total projection, but I have so been here right back to running back to the Airbnb at events when you're like, I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to show up. And um, I've so been there. And some of it is just, you know, all the introverts are like raising their hand, listening to you right now and being like, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't think at all that this is an uncommon experience. 
I think it would be really kind of easy and cliche even to sort of say like, oh, this is an introvert issue, right? And I have a, a podcast episode from last August, um, bosses, um, in, uh, bossing introvert or bossing introverted or something like that. I'll link it to the show notes for you, but it's back in August um, of 2018. Um, and I think it would be really easy to be like, oh, my friend, you're an introvert. That's okay. You just do conferences differently. You need to think about your energy, blah, 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 right? Like there's so much common knowledge out there on how to, um, as an introvert, show up to an event. I have a networking episode, like I said, from last August talking about it. And I'm certainly not minimizing it, even though it certainly sounds like I'm minimizing it when I say blah, blah, blah. But I actually think that this is a conference issue because one of the things that I think ends up happening a lot of times is that the when when we were in our nine to fives, showing up to a conference was sometimes about networking, but it was usually mostly around learning new things. I know as a social worker, I was always attending these events and it was for, to get the continuing education credits and training. So there was this specific purpose of things that I came to learn, see, do, and conquer. And so with purpose and with a plan, it felt very easy to show show up. But the emphasis on conferencing and events in the entrepreneurial business ownership space is entirely different. And how we know this is because there's this thing called un- conferencing, which means you put yourself in the arena where all the other people are, but you don't actually go to the events. And that's because for entrepreneurs, conferences and live events, first of all, they get us out from aware from our computers, right? They get us out from under, um, uh, you know, the, the, the pressure and the isolation of working on our own and, you know, hiding in our, in our homes, in our yoga pants or whatever, even though, by the way, P.S., I get perfectly dressed every single time. I am sitting here recording this episode in work clothes because I am not on team yoga pants. I can't function and think like a professional unless I am dressed like a professional. So that's just a fun fact about me, right? Okay, total sidetrack. Sorry about that, my friend. I'm going to get back to your letter. So, you know, but in the entrepreneurial space, right? Like, I think that so much of the emphasis is put on networking. So much on the emphasis is using these events events to move the needle in your business. There's an implied understanding now that there's some ROI attached. And I think sometimes people go to these events having no idea that that pressure even exists because they take the event at face value. They think they're going to learn a bunch of things, meet a bunch of entrepreneurs, and then they kind of see that everyone's in this pitch fest, not to be confused with bitch fest, and they go, oh, I was supposed to do that. Oh, I was supposed to have this perfectly laid out three sentence, pl- you know, um, paragraph that tells people clearly what I do, who I am and how I serve. Right. Like sometimes it just catches you off guard. So the first thing that I want you to do is do a gut check on that. Is that what happened? Like if you just showed up at this conference thinking you were going to hang out with entrepreneurs for a while and then suddenly realized that everybody else was using it as a networking opportunity and you hadn't planned on doing that, then of course you're going to feel off guard because you 
you know, you sort of went to the event not thinking you were going to have to be on. Like when I used to go to my social work conferences, I wore my comfy clothes <laughs> because I didn't have to be on. It was like, okay, give me the material I need to learn. Let me get in, let me get out, and I'm on my way. But if you're going to this event and realizing that everyone else around you is totally on and laser focused and dialed in and you are not, then of course you're going to want to run away and hide because you showed up up at the event with a different agenda. That is actually what I read in this letter. Not that you had this like all of these hopes and plans to network and to show off your business and to do all of that, but you kind of thought you were going to hang out and then you realized everyone else had brought their A game and you were in the minors and you were dressed for the minors. That to me is what I'm reading here. And so what I want you to think a little bit about First of all, is that like you want to, um, you want to think about you know, the next time, right? Because there's not a lot you can do to clean up this mess. If you happen to remember anybody's name, if there was anybody you wanted to connect to at the event and you didn't, if there was anybody you wanted to kind of follow up with, you can always write back or tag somebody on social or engage with them in a different way and give yourself a do-over. Um, because, you know, you're not gonna, it's gonna feel so memorable to you, but in a conference of a couple hundred people, it's not gonna be memorable to them. So you can just reconnect and say, so great to meet you at the conference. Love talking to you. I love learning about your business. Looking forward to staying in touch. Like you can figure out either how to fix those fragmented connections or rebuild them if you never, you know, did an accurate job of doing that the first time. But what I really encourage you to think about is to use this as an experience for next time. And the best thing you can do for yourself before you're going to an event is to ask yourself what you're hoping to get out of it. Are you just hoping to ease the loneliness? Are you just hoping to, you know, learn some new tools and strategies? Are you hoping to unplug? Or are you hoping to identify prospective partners? Are you hoping to make connections or generate leads or, you know, create JV opportunities? Like, what is your plan? Because you sound in the letter as someone who attended this particular event as somebody without a goal or a plan for herself at the conference. And I think that's actually what tripped you up because then what ended up happening is you bumped into everybody else's agenda and you never had one yourself. So then you felt like you had to play by their rules. But if you had kind of known that you didn't want to be on, you didn't want to have to do this, you were just looking forward to talking to people. When they say what you do, you can say, hey, listen, I know you're probably thinking you're going to get the elevator pitch right now, but oh my God, I'm so glad to be off my business. I coach XYZ people. I do regular everyday consulting on ABC, like you, you can do a quick blurb to answer the question and then you can have the kind of conversation you want to have. I think that's what's really important is you have to think about what your goal is, what you want to get out of an event, your why, like not the big old why that entrepreneurs like to preach about, but why are you going to this event? Why did you show up? Why did you get on the airplane? And what do you want to, you know, get out of it? And then then you have this to-do list that organizes your experience to make sure that you get out of it what you were planning on. Because a little bit, what sounds like is that you immediately crafted this story like, oh, this is how entrepreneurs do this and I'm not doing this this way. 
I'm therefore I'm doing it wrong. And you probably only notice those moments of awkwardness, of disconnect, of the times when you're like, oh, I just walked into someone else's agenda. And you probably didn't scan the room to find the other people who showed up to that event in that same similar space and energy that you did. Because those people, my guess is, aren't as obvious. The people who show up to play and who are ready to network, of course, that that's their goal. That's their why. So of course they got in your face. Of course they put themselves out there and put out a hand to shake and did an introduction. But my guess is, is if that's not you and that's not the way you move through the world, even if you don't go to an event or a meeting with an agenda, you can start to scan the room for the type of people who are moving through the world in a way that you are. And you will find them because, you know, the other way around, it's a reactive seat, right? Like they're looking for you, so they find you and then you're stuck paying attention to them. But if you get in the driver's seat of that interaction, you are going to find more either be it introverts, more people who just need a couple of days away from their business to get re-inspired by their business, whatever the reason that like they're on a different level then those like pro marketer people, you will find them and you will be able to engage with them and you will be able to connect with them. But this idea that you were so embarrassed that you have to hide and you can't work on an email, my friend, I'm going to tell you that you sound ridiculous, like beginning, middle, end. You were creating a story that because you didn't show up at an event in the like perfectly dressed way with the perfect this and the perfect that, that that somehow means you're not a good business owner because you didn't know how to network properly or convention properly or I know that I just <laughs> turned convention into a, na- a verb but like really my friend like that's where you're gonna go with this that's the story you're telling yourself like oh I didn't show up properly for this one thing that means I suck at everything else about my business I'm just gonna call crap on that like how did you get there and you can be embarrassed and you can be shy and you can be tired but there is no evidence in the story that simply because you didn't know how to pitch yourself, because you didn't know how to shake a hand properly, that tells you you don't know how to run a business, that you don't know how to be the boss, that you don't have to make the decision. There are so many, 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 many thinking errors in that. And I need you to like, like interrupt that thought process. There's no evidence in somebody who bombs and freezes and hides in a conference that says they can't own a business. Do you know how many people like operate their businesses from these like little dark rooms with singular desk lights on their computer like you don't need to conference to build a business you get to decide like what sets you up for success and you may decide conferencing isn't it but the idea that you're embarrassed because you couldn't do an elevator pitch like I'm gonna tell you you protest too much and you need to rewrite that story and you need to do a gut check with yourself and make sure that that's actually what's going on that that's actually what's interrupting your productivity that like you're that you're not managing some other thing because again the shrink in the room and on this side of the the mic is going to tell you huh as soon as you had to talk about your business you ran away and then as soon as it got to be just you in your business you hid maybe it has nothing to do with the event Maybe you were having thoughts and feelings about your business, about where you're at, 
that are getting in the way of you talking about it. Maybe you're having feelings about the role you have in your business, the things that you do, the things you don't get to do, the decisions you have to make that are getting in the way. This might not be about the event. And you might have to go to last week's episode when I talked to the person who was about to be fired by her business coach as to whether or not she had a mindset problem because that episode might be helpful for you to see if like this is actually really about the event or might you be managing something else. And if you need my help to figure it out, you know how to find me. Um, and anyone listening, you know how to find me. But the idea that you're going to create a story because you didn't go to an event properly, that you don't get to run your business. All you're doing now by not taking action is choosing behaviors that confirm that story rather than choosing the behaviors and looking at the evidence that say like, no, that's not really it. You are making too many leaps. And that's one grand old pile of thinking errors. I know that there's a way you can look at this differently. And I am going to encourage you to put on your thinking hat and be a little more realistic and a lot more compassionate with yourself to to see this isn't the end of the world. This isn't the story anyone else is writing. It is largely written in your head and you have gone and written a whole gigundan novella, my friend. So let's cut it. Let's see if we can get it, like chop it up, rip it up, get rid of the old shitty drafts and see if we can get you to start fresh. Um, I, I hope you hear that I'm taking you seriously. I know I just, I know I just made fun of you and teased you a little bit, but I, I want you to look at it with some humor too. I, I really sincerely believe you're taking this entirely too seriously. It's not the end of the world. Uh, so, you know, consider this your smack upside the head to maybe look at this with new eyes. Um, but know that, you know, no matter how I answer these questions, um, I, I know it was a little bit of tough love today. Like, I really do love and care for you guys. I want the best for you, today's listener, and all the other listeners who have, you know, taken their sort of put on their big girl pants and um, boy pants too. It does seem to be primarily a female audience these days based on the letters I'm getting. But um, and you keep showing up for the show and I will keep showing up for you. Um, you need my two cents on something? Heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.